You're listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast, with your host Danny and Kaylee. Hey guys, and welcome to Zap Night. I am your host Danny, and I am your co-host Kaylee. And today we are talking about Final Fantasy II, Episode Twenty Two, Final Fantasy Two. Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> so we did finally beat Final Fantasy Two. Somehow. It was kind of a, a stretch for some of us, but... <laughs> well, it's always a stretch for for me. <laughs> I had the worst time on the final boss. I didn't I didn't know if I was going to be able to beat it, to be honest. I made it to the end, right at the final boss. Sa- I did a memory save, because I can't save in mine. All I don't right. know how yours is. But um, made it right there. I ran into a, in a battle. Thought, no, I'll just reset it and go... Go just go straight towards him. No, it froze. Oh, it just no. full on froze. So I had to redo the last dungeon again. That so sucks. yeah, it is a miracle that I finished this game on time. <laughs> you just beat it last night, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Oh man. So Final Fantasy II was developed by Square, then called Square Co. Now it's called Square Enix. In case people don't know, <laughs> it was originally released for the regular Nintendo, the NES. But it was only released in Japan, and that was in December of 1988. The rest of the world didn't get it until 2003 when it was released on the PS1 as Final Fantasy Origins. And then it was re-released again for the Game Boy Advance in 2004 as Dawn of Souls. Then again for the (laughs) PSP in 2007 as the 20th Anniversary Edition. Then again for the phones... (laughs) For cell phones, it was released 2010 for iOS and 2012 for Android. So, I mean, this game just keeps going. It's a game that never ends, I swear. Just to let you know, this is Final Fantasy II, the Japanese version Final Final Fantasy II. In North America, we got a Final Fantasy II in 1991. And that Final Fantasy II is technically Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy I was Final Fantasy 1 in North America, same as Japanese, it's Final Fantasy 1. When Final Fantasy 2 came out in North America, Final Fantasies 2 through 5 had already been released, and they weren't planning on doing a sequel. So to not confuse things, they made Final Fantasy 6 as Final Fantasy 2 in North America. So they confused things. They totally confused (laughs) everything. So... When we're talking about Final Fantasy 2, we're talking about the original Final Fantasy 2 that was released, you know, in 1988 in Japan. This was originally planned to be released in North America um, in 1990, but was canceled because the Super Nintendo was on the verge of coming out and they didn't want to have a Final Fantasy title on the original Nintendo when the uh, Super Nintendo was coming out so soon. So they just canceled the whole thing. And actually, they made a prototype of Final Fantasy II for North America, all translated and stuff. And it never got released. But it got released somewhat recently. And the fans got a hold of it and was able to make a copy of the ROM. And now you can go on like Etsy or on eBay and find a copy of Final Fantasy II that is that original ported ROM that have been reflashed to Nintendo game. So nice. you can still play it, but it's not technically 
the same as why would you want to do that anyway <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't it's awful it's where it's just like final fantasy one it's really slow you gotta have crazy amount of patience to play it i don't have any of that i played the psp version and i think you played the ps1 version yes. right yep the game boy advance version has extra story that isn't in some of the other remakes of it sure and it follows storyline from the dead comrades that you have throughout the game. So I have no idea what that is. I don't even know if that information is correct. Uh, the guide that we have for the Game Boy Advance version does talk about this extra dungeon that has extra storyline to it. So clearly there's something there. I sure. just don't really know what it is. So we aren't going to talk about that because it's not necessarily canon. It's really <laughs> just we're talking about our experience with the game. And that's from beginning to the end screen. End title, yeah. so, so let's talk about the story. The story starts off with Furion, Maria, Guy, and Leon being attacked by the Palamecia Empire. They're trying to flee their hometown who is being attacked. And as they're fleeing, they get attacked themselves and die or faint or whatever happens. Furion, Maria, and Guy wake up in the Wild Rose Rebellion camp, having been revived by princess hilda leon maria's brother is missing and so the team is really looking to find leon and that's kind of the theme for the whole game is where did leon go but in the meantime they get recruited as part of the rebellion efforts against the empire and they go on this huge adventure which includes meeting (laughs) um minwoo Mindu. It's Minwoo in my game. It's Mindy in mine. Mindy? Mindy. I don't know. That's what I was calling him. <laughs> He's like this white mage, and he was like super powerful yeah. and really helpful in my game. Uh, and then he dies. <laughs> then you see Joseph, and he was like this fighter monk guy. He had this daughter who he was trying to rescue or something. Yeah, she was like kidnapped. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Shoot, they were being... Ma- I think they were... Being forced to work in the mithril mine. Oh, yeah, that is, that is what it yeah. was. Because we were trying to get mithril to have armor yep. or something. So, yeah, Joseph, uh, he dies. Then you meet Richard. He's Gareth in mine. That's a drastic difference. <laughs> that is a very drastic difference. He is a dragoon. His last name is Highwind. And I think he's his last name is Highwind in every game. Which we found out where every dragoon in all the games is named Highwind. Yeah. It's like, I realized this, and my mind was blown. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he dies. (laughs) You meet Sid, who is the captain of the airship. He does. Uh, Yeah, yep, he also dies. (laughs) You don't get to fight with Sid, though, unfortunately. But um, yeah, he dies. King dies. The king dies. The the rebellion king. I don't even remember his name. Um, I don't think he had a name. Not in mine, I don't think. uh, I think he did. I just don't know what it was. Uh, but he dies. And each one of these deaths, like, they have this moment where they put their head down, and then that's uh. it. It's like this, like, oh, he died. Well, we got stuff to do. <laughs> so their adventures also include destroying a huge battle airship called the Dreadnought. They get eaten by Leviathan. Which was awesome. They find the ultimate magic tome, Ultima. Ultima. <laughs> 
they hatch the last wavern egg and they use that baby wavern to carry four people into a cyclone which has a fortress inside of it now this is where the story gets good (laughs) somewhat good it gets better inside the fortress the team confronts the dark emperor and they actually defeat the emperor And when they go back to the castle to celebrate, they find out that the Dark Knight has crowned himself as Emperor. And Maria finds out that the Dark Knight is actually Leon, who they've been searching for this whole time. Now, they go to confront Leon at the Palamecia Empire castle. And when they make it to Leon, he is not willing to back down. He is ready for a fight. So just as they prepare to fight, the Dark emperor returns from hell and he wants his throne back and leon doesn't want to give up the the (laughs) title as emperor so in an effort to save everyone's life richard who's in your party at the time he sacrifices himself to hold off the emperor until the party can flee on the wavern the party at this point consisting of Firion, maria guy and leon again um, they make it out of the castle safe and sound, and they Leon decides to permanently stay in the party to pursue the Emperor. Now, the Emperor is stationed in hell in the Pandemonium Castle. So they go to the Pandemonium Castle, they confront the Emperor, who now t- takes the title as the Lord Master of Hell. <laughs> And, obviously, they defeat the Emperor once and for all. Uh, They go back to the castle and celebrate now that the Emperor's gone and the, you know, Empire's defeated. And Leon parts ways with the party, saying that there's too much between them (laughs) to be able to continue, you know, a relationship. He's going off dating other women. It's not you, it's me. (laughs) I'm seeing other friends, you guys. (laughs) There's other party members that I need to be with. Well, no wonder everybody who hangs out with us dies. I know, yeah, I wouldn't blame him either. I I wouldn't want to leave. He knew what was up. So, with that, the war is over, the monsters who were called from hell have vanished, and the world is in peace yet again. So, yeah, that is the story of Final Fantasy II. Now, uh, what did you think about the story? I liked it a lot more than one. Yes, it was a lot more interactive than one. I like how it was thought out. Like, it wasn't like it was bad. I I enjoyed proceeding. I liked the characters. I just feel like the smaller details, like, some of them were very nicely hashed out, and some of them were just not. Like, some of these characters, like Hilda and, you know, your main party members, and, like, you know, they're they're okay, but then there's these other characters that are just kind of... Uh, like the emperor yeah the emperor exactly yeah. i mean the, the he, emperor has like no backstory you don't even see him till like over Late halfway the game. through the game yeah yeah, yeah you can kind of tell that the emperor is obviously evil as he is building this dreadnought and attacking and pillaging villages and you know you get the sense that it's it's an urgent thing it's a problem but you don't have any interaction with him until later in the game so you're kind of missing that story there. You see glimpses of the Dark Knight before you find out that it's Leon. Right. 
Uh, but you don't even fight him until I don't think. Do you fight him at all? I don't think so. Now that I think about it, I don't think. Which you is do. kind of funny. You'd think that that would be a nice boss battle to right, toss yeah. in. Right. Yeah. And there no. was like plenty of opportunity too. Each time you saw him. Right. Yeah. I don't like how the only reason why he's evil is just because he's evil. Like, there's no like behind thing to like why is he evil was he just born a satan baby i mean (laughs) i don't know i think it's just the power i I think a lot a lot of the final fantasy games that you see later have that reoccurring theme where a person of high power keeps seeking more power and if that means they he has to become the lord master (laughs) of hell then so be it (laughs) Yeah, you know, when I was doing research for the story, when I was doing, um, just refreshing my memory of the story, I came across where they were talking about how the Emperor had summoned the monsters from hell, and that's the monsters that are roaming the world that you're fighting, and I don't remember that actually being said in the game. It might have been, but it went over my head if it did, so, you know, if that was a lot clearer in the game. I think I would have taken note right. of that. And, oh, well, yeah, the Emperor's really bad. He's summoning hell monsters to, you It does make sense, you know, fight though, me. because in the very beginning... For me, I had a cutscene in the very beginning. I don't think it was in the original. I don't know for sure. When you first open with the scene, our party members are being chased, and they actually throw, like, weapons and kill these soldiers, and the soldiers just get right back up and keep following them. I always thought that was weird, but I didn't think much about it until you've said something. Maybe because he's summoned these demons demons or whatever, you know, it does kind of make sense that they will just get back up and keep keep on chasing. So, maybe. It could be. I liked the key term system. Yeah, I didn't like that. (laughs) Well, see, what I liked about it was you could... It, what it is basically that you learn key terms while you're talking to main story plot characters and then you can in turn ask them those key terms to see if it prompts more information on where you're supposed to go or just in general information on those yeah those things but i i liked that idea but they didn't take it far enough like when you ask Sid about the Wild Rose... Question mark? That's all he has is a question mark. <laughs> like, you don't get any other information. You know, obviously, he knows about the Wild Rose. Maybe he could have just said, oh, yeah, right. Just you know, I, I give the Wild Rose, you know, a discount or something, something basic. Just throw information in there, you know, to give you a little more storyline to yeah. fill in. But no, it's just question mark. <laughs> no information. So again, had that been utilized to its fullest possibilities, I think it would have been a lot better. But yeah, it just kind of seemed stupid to have to collect key terms. <laughs> I thought the everyone dying was a little... It was a little much by the last couple people. Like, okay, who else is going to die? And of course... Layla, your one of your pirate Yeah, and she was characters. my favorite character. Yeah. And we thought that she died. At least I did. <laughs> I, I did too. Well, you get swallowed by Leviathan and she's with you and your entire party's there except her. And they do the little head bow thing. 
And then they just keep on going, well, she's gone. Yeah. And then you see her one day at at the the castle. The next time you go back to the castle, she's like, here I am. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, you're here. And I'm like, uh, she (laughs) didn't die? (laughs) Like, okay. I'm glad because she was my favorite character, but it was just weird. How did she get back? I don't know. swim? Apparently. (laughs) She must have. She did something. She's a pirate. She can do whatever she wants. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I thought that that was weird. I also thought that Leela is just randomly given the command of the Rebellion Army. And there's, like, no rhyme or reason to it. Like, they needed somebody, so they're just like, "Mm, you. This pirate is perfectly acceptable to be running our army. (laughs) And the only people that have any experience with hanging out with her is my party members. Like, the princess is just, like, okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I find it weird. It wasn't that big of a deal. It just, I, I noticed. It was a little, yeah, it was a little. But yeah, the guest party members continuously dying was kind of weird. I mean, I, I got the first, well, I didn't like the Joseph's, first... Joseph's death was just stupid. I'm going to say it, it was stupid, but when it happened, it was just like, oh my gosh, this happened. Right. And then he dies and it's like, oh my gosh, he really died. And then well, it was like a little dark if you think about it. <laughs> and then it was like the next guy dies, yeah, in a sa- a sacrifice type way. And then another guy dies in sacrifice type way. And it's like, okay, what? <laughs> like, do they all have to <laughs> sacrifice themselves for the party who doesn't care? I mean, really, when you're playing the game and you're like guy, if he dies, if you beat the you beat the monsters in the level, yeah. your guys just leave him well, there. They just walk, they just walk away, and he's there dead. <laughs> so yeah, clearly your party doesn't care that much. I I gave this a six out of ten. I did too. I, it's better than one, absolutely. But I think that they it's like they took what they they wanted to build a story, and they did build a story, but. The stuff that they left out is just yeah. kind of weird. It's just, it I, wasn't a full, good, it you was, know, complete it, story. It was enough to keep you interested. Like, you could play the game. But was, just idly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I pleasantly enjoyed it, surprisingly, because I really hated one. I was anticipating one. I didn't, I mean, I really dug my heels into the ground before I actually finally got to play this game. And I'm glad I did. But yeah, the story was... I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't The good. fact <laughs> that it had story is yeah, a positive. And, well, and your characters actually have dialogue. Yep. And names. Yeah. But yeah, I think... I don't know. Maybe it's just because all the other Final Fantasies have done such a good job. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, it just... I mean, for this time, I think it's good. It's. I'm going to yeah. say this. The story was my highest score out of all of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, story... Which which doesn't... Uh, <laughs> outlook not so good, is what my eight ball would say. <laughs> uh, let's move on to graphics. What would you think? Um, well... Graphics <laughs> is funny because we played two different versions. Yeah. So, my score is based on the PSP version, and yours is based off of the PS1 version, and neither of us have played um, the original Final Fantasy 2. However, I did look up some sprites and some screen caps of the original Final Fantasy 2, and it looks exactly like Final Fantasy 1. So, you know, we're not really basing our scores off of 
Just what that, we've played. Just, yeah, we're just basing the scores off of what we played, so... Well, I liked... This is... It goes both ways. They reused and palette-swapped a lot of enemies. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. But they had a lot of unique enemies, too, like... The, like, the, the big ones, like the rays and, the, like, the rhinos, and there was some of them that had a lot of sprite, like, effort put into the sprites. Yeah. But then, yeah, they reused all... But the the bosses and stuff, there was a lot of... Uh, some bosses, there was a lot of effort put into them. Yeah, they looked really cool. The, be- the behemoth looked awesome. Yeah. He looked really cool. The magic system, I think, looked really good. Most of the magic, anyway. Yeah. The <laughs> my favorite spell was Toad. I didn't use Toad. I only had Toad casted twice on me. But frogs fall from the sky, and it's so cute. Now I don't think I ever saw the Toad spell being cast in my game. I don't think I ever even used a Maiden's Kiss. I didn't either, and I did have my guy get turned into a Toad once, but. It wasn't very well used. From what I saw in some of the screen caps online, is when your guys get turned into a toad, their sprites actually get toads. Yeah. For their facial yeah. expressions yep. and stuff. That's I had. So that. that's that's kind of funny. <clears throat> it, they do that in other games as well, but this one I think they put all this effort into giving them like mustaches yeah. if they have a mustache <laughs> and like clothes that. or whatever. So that's kind of fun. The Emperor had a move called Starfall. Yeah, that was That was awesome. That was so cool. Otherwise, all the spells were the same, but that one was really neat. I liked Holy. Holy Holy was was cool. cool. Ultima was pretty cool. They kind of changed the more you leveled them up. Yeah, and I I was going to say that. I liked that aspect of it. That as they got stronger, they kind of changed in their graphics. I don't know, the the way that they played out was a little bit different, a little more intense the more the higher levels you got. The uh one of the things I noticed when I was playing was you get a canoe, which I don't know where you put the canoe when you're traveling, but you get a canoe. <laughs> Just throw it in your backpack. <laughs> and you get to travel the river. Well, when I was traveling the river, I had accidentally crossed a bridge. And you go on land when you touch like stuff like that. And when I went into a battle, it actually showed the background on the bridge instead really? of the grass. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I don't think I ever noticed that. There was a couple places, though, like the backgrounds were really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah they totally. did They did a lot of good work on the backdrops and some of that stuff. Yeah, I liked that. I think the world in general looked pretty yeah. good. I really liked the boat backgrounds yeah those when, when you were riding in the boat and you got the random battles there that was fun there was a couple dungeons i wasn't crazy about but i really liked the very last like i don't know floor of the very last dungeon that was pretty, the where you just pandemonium the yeah. like the the emperor's room right yeah that one yeah. was pretty cool where it was like starry and... but i hated all of pandemonia that yeah. one, i didn't really like that it just seemed too open and just plain it looked very light for hell <laughs> yeah it was very pretty yeah that's yeah it was a little bit too bright for that it, i don't know it i agree looked, it kind of reminds me of the end in minecraft <laughs> oh yeah totally <laughs> i can see this yep so yeah i don't know that but but like i said there was quite a few good backdrops and well the, the monster stuff. sprites looked really yeah. good for the most part i I agree, though. They did do a lot of palette swapping, so that kind of made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> so what'd you give it for graphics? 
I gave it a six out of ten. I gave it a five out of ten. Yeah. 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 So let's move on to gameplay. I had a lot of problems with the gameplay. <laughs> I did too. Um, let's let's try try and start with the good stuff. I really liked all the modes of transportation they put in the game. It was a big step up from the first game. They had the canoe, they had the chocobo, they had the boat, they had the airship, and they had the wavern. Not that you could really choose when to fly on the wavern, but yeah, they had it. it. Was interesting. The canoe was kind of neat because if you were to try and stick to the lakes and rivers that you're used to, you were safe. <laughs> you were safe. You didn't have to worry about um, fighting any monsters. So that was kind of neat. The chocobo also, you didn't have to fight any monsters. Did you ever ride in any chocobo? I did. Did you? Yeah, I I rode them a couple times. I only rode them once, and it was like, you had to go way out of your way to get to the chocobo forest, and then after you get off, he runs away. So it's like, what's the point? (laughs) So yeah, I only did it once just because. I liked the the memo save for my game. It really came in handy, because I couldn't save in dungeons, and that was kind of a... It was a pain, but it was nice to be able to just kind of periodically save as I was crawling my way through some of these bad dungeons. I didn't have memo save, which is basically quick save, right? Where it's like a temporary save. No, I had just a regular save. So I could do that wherever I wanted to. Now, I did run into a problem where I was in a dungeon and I fought... I made it all the way to the end of the dungeon. I fought the boss and they didn't give me a warp out. They're just kind of like, well, good luck. Yeah. You got to walk back out now. Well, the problem was, is I was pretty much dead. I had no more. <laughs> I had no MP, no ethers, and I just was basically one hit kill. And I had to make my way out of the dungeon. Plus, I saved it. I saved it after the boss fight. Oh, so there was nothing I could do. I had no choice but to very slowly crawl my way out of that dungeon fighting what i absolutely had to and saving and it was like two steps i'd save two steps i'd yeah, save i, I get into a i get into a fight where i'm like nope i'm dead i reset two steps save <laughs> save so that that one was really hard after that i found out that you can use teleport to warp out of dungeons yeah that and was... i'm like oh well, well i should have just used teleport i ran into a lot of the time where i w- <laughs> i had the guide and I, you would follow the guide. Well, the thing about all these is some of these don't lead to the actual end where you where you need to go. Like it'll end up in side rooms. So sometimes oh, yeah. I would I'd be in like completely wrong floor, and they had another spell. I think it was called banish, and it would bring you to the next floor. Warp for warp. me was it warp? Well, warp for me I think was leaving the dungeon. Oh, teleport for me was leaving. The oh, I see. So things were things were named vastly different yeah, for I think you so. and me. I never really had to do the floor thing, but um, I tried to fight for the majority of the game. Well, for the first half of the game, I tried dungeon crawl just without a guide, without any help. Oh, no. And it's so difficult because yeah. you can't see very much of the dungeon, and it's like a huge... Maze. There's no way of really knowing which way to go. Plus, they had these. They have these random doors throughout the all of the dungeons. Oh yeah, that put you in the center of a no door room, and you have to walk back out. Well, the monster count in those rooms is like crazy high. So, like every step, you fight a monster, and 
when they put you in the center of the room like that and you start walking back out, there's like five steps. So you got five <laughs> battles before you can even leave those rooms. After doing that like four or five times, I'm like, forget this. I'm like, I need to be able to get through right. these dungeons at least somewhat quickly. Well, we would have, I don't think we would, I would never have finished the game if I didn't have the guy. I kind of thought so. Sure. That's why I wanted to get you a guy because <laughs> I had a feeling you would, because I felt that way. I couldn't imagine how you were feeling. I had a problem with the monsters in a box who almost yeah. always were boss fights. I didn't even... I, I think I I opened, like, one at, like, the very, very beginning where they weren't a boss. But when the end came around, I didn't open any of those. I was trying to conserve my MP, conserve my Oh, yeah, items. no, definitely. I, uh, and they had a lot of big bosses that you saw from the first one, but I didn't even dare my, look at them. My game... Or my guy didn't show me where the boss fights were in Ooh. the in the boxes, so I was going through, and all of a sudden it's like surprise monster yeah. in a box, boss fight in a box, basically, and then I would get like demolished, and then I'd have to either start over again or I'd have to use all my ethers to you know heal back up, and ugh, it was a mess. One of the problems I had with the treasure in this, my guide was for the PSP version, correct? No, your guide was for the Game Boy Advance version. Now, the Game Boy Advance version, I was following this, and so, to start with, my items, I would look at the guide, and it was like, oh, there's an elixir coming up here. Elixir, near the end of the game, I open it up, and it's a potion. And I ran into that so much, I stopped even opening the treasure chest. I was like, I really didn't need most of this stuff. I was, it's not worth it. It was so, <laughs> it was very upsetting, actually. And I like, I'd think, oh, finally, I need some, because at the beginning of the game, you really need money. Yeah. And I would think, oh, finally, I'm going to get some nice chunk of change. I didn't open it. One gill. Yeah. It's just insulting. Yeah. So the, the, the things they changed, and especially the names. I think the name change is so dumb. Yeah. My guy, for me, his name was Gus. And <laughs> I spent the entire time, I called him Gus Gus. Gus Gus. <laughs> and then... I thought it was so funny when we were talking about it before the podcast, obviously. And you would say, oh yeah, and Gus. And I'm like, Gus, who the heck is she talking about? I'm like, it's Guy in my game. Right. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Well, Rick. Rickard, Richard, whatever his name is, he was Gareth in my game, which yeah. is a completely different name. <laughs> I Why know. Why you even come up with that? No idea. But they left Maria alone. I thought Maria was a strange name yeah. for this. I, she I don't know. I, I don't know. It, Layla, I think, was the same. Sid was the same. But yeah, a couple of them. There was... There was like a my, there was a thief character or something like that. Yeah, well, I, I can't remember his name off the top he, of my head. He was named something else too. So every time I consulted the guide, it was like I don't even know who they're talking about. It's, <laughs> I could I couldn't remember like ninety percent of their names because of this reason. Right, because it was so different right. in each version. Yeah. So what was your basic strategy going into a dungeon? It depends. It depends. Which I think we should talk about this first. The system, as far as level, there is no leveling up. You have to like bump your stats and i would bump my stats up and then save it get all my items and then i would just continuously save till i got to the end and that's yeah so basically for me it was like i would use all of my money on potions high potions and ethers whatever i had left over i would buy 
maybe a few um, antidotes, maybe some... Um, did, did you have unlimited room? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe not. Oh, no, no, I had 99. Oh. Was my max for I any see. given item. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, what was yours? I For one thing, I didn't stack my items. It, they didn't stack, yeah. No, I had to go down, use an ether, and it brings you back to the top. Go down, grab an ether, and use it all. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Oh my gosh, that and sounds I, awful. I ran out of room a lot. Oh no, yeah, you should have played was... the PSP version. <laughs> it was terrible, I'm not oh, going to lie. Oh my that goodness. Was pretty bad. Yeah, no, I could stack 99 of each item. That's nice. So yeah. I would have like 99 potions, and I would have 99 high potions, 99 ethers. That would have made my travel through the last dungeon so much easier. I totally. <laughs> and then um after after i used up all my uh, after i maxed out on those then i would go to the elixir and i would buy as many el- yeah. elixirs as i could because those were like what five hundred thousand or yeah, something like that five thousand yeah. it was ridiculous oh, so five thousand i don't know i would have to like i would buy all the essentials and then whatever i had left over i would buy some elixirs so by the end of the game i had like 20 elixirs and i'm oh like my gosh i'm sitting good you know i'm happy about this. five the entire game so yeah when i when i went into the dungeon i would use all my high potions first which once you get to a certain amount of hp that goes fast the potions are like a joke after you get past like 200 hp right and um then it got to the point where ethers were the way to go because you just use you could use your magic to heal up everybody well even that got expensive because your characters were using it well the the spells were costing so much that your ethers you were plowing through them so it was like I was doing whatever I could to right. maximize, you know, if I had to run from enemies, I, I would, if right. I, I do whatever I could to one hit kill them. Dude, or... I could never run from enemies. I couldn't either. The only I time I'd either. run, sometimes when I was like boosting my HP, I would like, if I didn't want my character to attack, cause I didn't have defend in mine. Yeah. So I would just quote unquote flee. Cause I knew it would never. And that was the only time I'd be able to flee from these <laughs> monsters is when I was running from them. Yeah. I, I don't know. This, the whole quote unquote leveling up. system. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that in detail. Cause it's ridiculous. So the idea is that they didn't want to do the typical experience equals level. You know, why? they they just didn't want to do it that way. I don't know why. They just wanted to be different, I guess. So instead, every single stat levels up or so then, evolves yeah. depending on how you use it. So, for example, if you want to do better with your sword, you have to use your sword. Your sword then levels up and then you can do more damage with your sword. However, if you wanted more HP, say your your HP is real low, you have to t- take damage in order for your HP to level up. Um, same goes for your strength. If you want your strength to increase, then you have to attack in order for your strength to then level up. Well, you can loophole this by 
spending a bunch of time in low-level areas. Just obliterating yourself. And destroying yourself. <laughs> that's, the, that's the easiest way to do it. And really, it's the most efficient way to do it, too, because you have control over where you're at, how much, you know, you can run back in and use an in if you needed to. It was just, it was that a smarter was, way to do yeah. it. So, you know, you would end up, uh, for me, I spent probably 10 hours just grinding yep. by attacking myself as much as I possibly could to get my HP as low as I possibly could, and then attacking the opponent. Eventually, I got, I think, three out of my four characters at 9999. There's no way I could have achieved that. <laughs> I wanted to, but there's no way. You didn't. It's not necessary. No, it really isn't necessary. I did it because I was having a really hard time with the final boss, and we'll talk about that. But that that's like the easiest way to level up. So like, same with your strength. For me, the fists were the best way to go because it directly utilized your strength stat in how much damage you dealt to the enemy. So the only way to level that up is to unequip any um, Weapon. any weapons from your characters and then fight with your fists. And then your strength stat would level up. In turn, then, you could equip uh, a sword, and then your sword would also use your strength stat that you boosted with your fists, and, you know, then you would be See, dealing double the damage. The, the flaw in that, though, is that's not how it worked out for me. It's you, not. If you're playing the game normally, it doesn't work out that way at all. You end up, like, way under-leveled, and it just it, it doesn't work I, very well. I boosted... I used my fists through this out, too. And near the end, you get an item that you get to use, the, the sword. The blood sword? Yes. Yeah. I went. I couldn't even hit him. I had to boost up my sword oh, skill. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't know this. I didn't even think about this yeah. until I was there at the end. And so I was looking for quick ways to really best utilize my time to level up this, because I really wanted to be done with this game. I wanted it done there rather than there. And the, part of the, one of the, it's not a glitch, but it kind of, to it's me. It's just like it, a loophole in the yes. system. They, what you would do, normally what you would do when you are fighting is you instruct all four of your characters what they are going to do during those turn-based rounds. So basically attack, 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 right. attack, attack. And now before your fourth character attacks, because if you would hit attack, they would all go. So you would cancel it, go back to your first character and the game registers it as they have already attacked. They've already given That's it so the crazy. yeah. They've already given it the points that so you can. I, I spent like twenty thirty attack, minutes. Attack, 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 yes. cancel, cancel, cancel. Attack, attack, fact, attack, cancel, cancel, cancel. I was cancel. like reading on my phone doing this. It was something <laughs> you know. I really didn't need. Yeah, just mindless blah. And I think within like 30 40 minutes i was able to perfectly utilize my sword beat the guy no problem couldn't you just i mean because you only had one blood sword right right so i mean couldn't you set fear on with your blood sword and just do attack cancel attack cancel attack cancel I don't attack cancel think or did it have to go all the way I, down the line i'm not i think it had to at least go to the next character to cancel it i believe hmm because I did think that too. I don't know for sure, but uh, that's. I mean, I figured I might as well level up everyone else yeah, while yeah, I was absolutely. at it anyway. I did wonder that. I don't think so, but it could possible. That's crazy. I wonder if that glitch worked in my game because it would have saved a lot so. of time. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I. I don't know. I think there was like one or two that it was kind of. 
Well, Fishy. in any case, the leveling system is jacked. It's just it's weird. It doesn't really work very well. Um, it can be easily exploited, and it kind of ruins the fun of the game. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It definitely did not like grinding my the, stats. The at same all. goes for magic too. So I, like you spend your you spend your entire game with like fire. And your fire can be like level 18. And then you get Ultima thinking, well, oh, I'm going to destroy with Ultima. No, your Ultima starts at level 1. Yeah. And that's later in the game. So you have to spend all this time leveling up Ultima if you wanted to do any damage. To be honest with you, I, I put a lot of time into trying to boost some of these. Ma- I didn't. I barely used my magic at all. Yeah, I, I tried so hard to level up my flare and my yeah. Ultima. And it really didn't... When it came down to the final boss, it didn't even matter. Yep. It, um, it was... I think really for me, the only thing that really worked was life and cure. I tried curse a couple times, leveling that up, and it did help sometimes. But... No. It, so, we're, we're kind of getting... Leading up to the boss, the final boss fight. Now, before we talk about it, I want to talk about some of the enemies that are in the final dungeon... Not just in the final dungeon, but in the entire game has these enemies that <laughs> absorb HP and they deal like a ridiculous amount of damage. And I don't know if it was like this in your game. It was. Not not nearly as bad as yours. It was though. so bad. It was disgustingly bad. I when you first start out in like the the Pandemonium Castle. The first two levels, it's like nothing but the dark. I think they're they're not dark knights. They're dark riders. Dark riders I or death so. riders. Death riders. Yeah. So I don't know something. Something like that. Something riding. Yeah. It's it's these knights <laughs> it riding look, horses. It would look really cute on a music on the a music box carousel. <laughs> nice. So every time they attack, just regular attack, it does a crazy amount of HP or damage to my character. Plus, they absorb half of that. And we're not talking like... We're talking like four four or five digits or something crazy. Oh, man. I was... By, no, it was four I, digits. I, went, I was having such a problem in this dungeon that I backed all the way out through the Jade Forest and went back to the, the, ca- the Finn Castle. Yeah. And I leveled all my characters up to 999 health. And I went back, and it didn't even matter. They were doing, like, they were attacking me, and it was doing, like, 4,000 HP, and they were absorbing 2,000 of that. So it was like I did all that work for nothing, because it it goes off as some percentage. Right. I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but it's disgusting. And, like, within two hits of these Knight Rider, these, these Rider guys, I was dead. And so, at any point, if you ran into four of those guys who all get to attack before you, you're dead, like, right out of the gate. Like, half of your party's gone, and then you attack with those two party members, and they get to go again right afterwards. You're annihilated so fast. It could be they were trying to force you to utilize your magic to try and help. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Magic didn't help. Because when you did magic to one individual monster, it would do the full range of ma- of damage, but 
but as soon as you did it to four of them, it would only do like two digits, if I, that. I think what I'm talking about is they were forcing you to utilize like curse. Curse, I think. I can't remember if it reduced their. I think it ma- it makes them not attack very well. Something like it, like it, it removes their attack stat or something. I like believe that. so. Something crazy, yeah. and it did help for sometimes, but. I think that's what they were trying to get you to use as your offensive magic. and it- I don't know what it was, but I couldn't. I, it was so bad. It got to the point where I was going through the the dungeon, the final the pandemonium yeah. castle. And every time I, I ran into more than two of those writer guys, I would just, yep. I would just restart my I game because there was no point. So luckily that was just within the first levels of those dungeon the first two levels of the dungeon after that i didn't hardly see him at all so it was okay but i was destroying everything until i made it to those guys and then i couldn't do anything so it was so bad i didn't have him nearly as bad as you did that's for sure you should watch my playthrough i get really (laughs) angry i got pretty there was a day where my husband was sitting next to me he's like are are you okay? And I was screaming. Oh, man. Every... It's one of those days where it seems like every two steps was a bot or a battle. It's just. Yeah. That there were not as bad as Final Fantasy one, but there were <laughs> days where it was just like, oh, this game is yeah. I'm so tired of it. Yeah. So let's talk about the final boss. Unless you had something else you want to talk about for gameplay. Uh, no, I think I, I talked about all my topics. That That really is. That's that sums up. Okay. So the final boss, there's an easy way to go about the final boss, and there's a very difficult way to go about the final boss. Guess which way you went. The very, very <laughs> difficult way. So the easy way to go about the final boss, who's the emperor, as we know, um, is by obtaining the blood sword. And in my game, there's only one blood sword, and you can only get it before you go into the cyclone and i missed that opportunity and there was only the one so there was nothing i could do so i had to fight the final boss by hand um now you you were able to get the blood sword right yes so how easy was the final boss for you once i leveled up my attacks or my sword stat it was literally like for three or four turns and he was gone it was ridiculously easy sounds nice yeah it was really sounds like a cakewalk (laughs) well and it it's nice because he he attacks pretty hard so you get my hp down and then i'd attack and it just that right there there again yeah it was and he did the he did the absorb attacks too so every attack that he did he absorbed health from you and it was like, for me, it was a ridiculous yeah. amount, just like the the Dark Riders. The difference is, he's actually easier than the Dark Riders. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because the Riders, they, there was four of them, and they would all attack once, once, and they only had one attack, and that was absorbed. This was a big problem I had to with, when you would get into battles with enemies of like six or eight, yeah. you would just get spammed. I would I sit there, I would let my guys go, I had to t- let the, line them up, and I'd just leave the room for a little bit and come <laughs> back, because it would just be ridiculous. Like, um, the, the, they were like the Medusa characters, I don't know what their names were, but the like snake women. Oh, 
the, and they would the like la- they would they would charm your characters, and that animation for the charm took forever. And each one of the like yeah. eight had to do it, so I it was like they were amazing because they were super easy. I looked forward to them because I at least knew I could win that battle. They were easy, but it was that that charm spell. Every single one of them would do it, and the animation took forever. So that's, it was like I was spending all this time waiting for that's one. That's how I felt about the red souls. Before you could even attack, they would go first. Then yeah. you'd attack, and then they'd go first again. I and know. There'd be always be like four to like six. I know. Of them. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> so the final boss for you was pretty easy. Yes. For me, he was a nightmare. Oh. I fought him, I think, four times. Oh my gosh! The first time I fought him. It was like, oh, wow, he's kind of hard. I need to rethink this. The second time I fought him, I'm like, no, he's cheating. I have to rethink this. (laughs) The third time I fought him, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to beat this guy. We did a bunch of... Lori helped me. We did a bunch of research, and we finally figured out a strategy that helped me defeat him. So here was my problem. Every time that I fought him, before the, the last one, every time I fought him... My typical strategy was attack with my hard-hitting characters and use magic when I can. Now, I had four hits on for every one hit of him. And every time I attacked, it did maybe 300 damage. Which is like nothing. It's nothing. If that. So, like, Leon, who came in later in the game, his stats were super low... He was only doing like 12 sometimes. I know. If he even hit. Yeah. So then, you know, Guy, he was my heaviest hitter. And he was maybe, I was lucky if I got somewhere between 100 to 300 on his attacks. And then Furion and Maria was doing magic. Furion was doing holy and Maria was doing ultima. And each one of those was doing maybe 300. So I was doing under 2,000. I was doing under 1,000 per round for all four of my characters. Well, and I imagine he healed up just over the quadruple That was the problem. That was the problem. So, like, I would get him down maybe 4,000 HP. And then he would do that one attack where it hits my character and he would absorb all the health over again. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do about this? Because I'm not making any progress. I'm able, I had plenty of elixirs, so I was able to stay healed up. I just couldn't actually deal damage to him because he kept healing himself again. So my initial thought was, well, if he's absorbing health from me, what if I just keep all of my guy's HP down to like 400 and then he won't be able to absorb? Nope, it didn't matter. It, it still <laughs> hit like 4,000 and he would absorb all 4,000 of that. So then I'm like, okay, I have to figure something out. So Lori was helping me do, re- Lori did all the research because I was so pissed off at this point. And she's like, well, people online are saying that you can use Berserk and Haste and you should be able to do it. Well, I'm like, my berserk only does so much and haste only does so much so like i'm starting to level up these spells trying to do something and then i go into the boss fight again and haste doesn't make me that much faster 
Berserk only helped a little bit. You know, the attack right. only went up just a little bit. And I'm like, I'm still not getting anywhere. I'm like, I either have to sit at the final dungeon and level the right. <laughs> craziness out of all of these spells, or I'm not going to be able to finish this game. So what ended up happening was I realized that the stats in the game that the the spells in the game that boost your stats can be stacked. So for example, if you have one guy that you're focusing on giving berserk to, which berserk raises your attack power, if you spam berserk on that one character, he goes from doing 200 uh, in in each round to like 3000. Nice. And it was like I was just that's how I beat it is I just spammed the crap out of berserk on guy and he was doing, you know, a couple thousand per round and I'm like, well, shoot, (laughs) I need to do berserk to all my characters. I started doing berserk to all my characters. Boom. He was dead in like six rounds. Nice. So yeah, it was a mess. It was a nightmare, but that feeling when he finally fades away, it was like, Oh, absolutely (laughs) absolutely so um if you guys want you can watch my gameplay of final fantasy 2 i have it on our youtube channel you can just do a search for zap night gaming it should pop up i have a whole playlist of all of my gameplays so you can see all the struggles (laughs) of me fighting um the emperor in final fantasy 2 and you can see kind of my strategy if you guys are having a problem with him but yeah, I mean, overall, just get the blood sword. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> just really save not yourself that hard. the effort and get the blood it's sword. It's not even that hard to get. The one I got. Which you... did you get? Did, I think your version had one in the castle, didn't it? Yeah, and that's the one I got. Well, yeah, it wasn't mine... in the castle. It was like in the town. Yeah, mine. It was it in that guy's house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that guy's house. He has that secret room, right? Right. That's where you got it. Yeah. That secret room is locked until that small window. And if you don't go in during that small window, you can't get in that room. And that was my problem is that I missed that window. So I couldn't even go back and open it because he didn't tell me anything about it being there. I knew it was there because I walked up to it once and it was like, there's nothing here. Like, what? What do you mean there's (laughs) nothing here? Like... No other wall says that. <laughs> Just this one wall that's like, oh, no, there's nothing, nothing here. <laughs> so it's like I knew something was there. And when I looked it up in the book, it was the you blood know, sword. And I was so mad. These hidden walls. How are you supposed to know? There's like no indication. I like, know. There's no way. You're I'm not gonna... supposed to know. I guess. It's absurd. Um, I think I accidentally found one. Um, I think some of some of the characters hint to it in the game too like i think there was a spot where you find the wavern or something like that and you got to go through one of those secret passages and the characters in the castle are like hey there's a secret passage over here and then you go up there and you kind of poke around you can find it so it's possible so with all that said what do you give it for gameplay uh Five out of ten. <laughs> That's actually good. I gave it a three. Wow. Well, I was, I was sure angry, angry at this game when it was all said and done. Yeah. So, sorry gameplay was a little extra long this time. So, let's go ahead and move on to uh, music. 
No, my gosh, it was so redundant. Okay. It was. It was Story really time. bad. Story, Story time. time. <laughs> um, I, of course, were level stat grinding like crazy. Right. So after a while, the same music, the same battle music. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, my husband, every time on the beat, something, he was clapping, he was tapping, <laughs> he was singing, he was he lifting the baby. I mean, it drove me crazy. It was driving, every time I'd look at him, like, stop, please. <laughs> and he started doing it on purpose after a while. He's like, no, I'm just so sorry. It's just, it's all I hear. I'm like, I know, it's crazy. It's I, so redundant. The the boss fight, the final boss. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It was cool the first time through. After fighting the boss for like four oh, hours, man. I was done. I even now when I was going back and watching the final gameplay, I'm like, no, I can't do this. I think I even got to a point when I was playing the game, I'm like, I have to take my headphones out. <laughs> I can't listen to the music anymore. Just the same, like, you know. It was a very small track looped over and over and over again. And that brings me to my special note that I just wrote down because I thought about it. The Chocobo song. When you ride the Chocobo, it's just like... Over and over. And, oh, my God. Goodness, I, I thought it was, was cute. I didn't write it it's, enough. It's to... cute the first, you know, little right. bit, but yeah, it gets annoying. So yeah, I didn't ride the Chocobo very much. I thought <laughs> the regular boss music was weird. It was like, I don't know why it reminded me of Aladdin, but there was something <laughs> like that feel about it. It was weird. I just I felt like I should be in like a sand level every time I was None of the bosses. music really was all that memorable. It wasn't really bad. Some of it was very repetitive, but overall it wasn't all that bad. Um, the only one that I really liked was the um, the Rebellion Army. Like, inside the Rebellion camp, they had that song. I really liked that song. I don't know what you're talking about. Which um, goes back to the not very memorable. Yeah, I think I'll have so. to look it up later. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a general Final Fantasy song at this point, but it's just... I don't know i liked it um but really overall the music wasn't super awesome especially when you're considering final fantasy one had such iconic music yeah that final fantasy two it probably stems from final fantasy two not being very popular in north america that it just isn't all that great <laughs> or it, maybe it's just because it's not all that great i don't know but i i don't know i didn't care for it I gave mine a 5 out of 10. I did too, and I think it's too high, but I, I think it's okay. See, I thought that at first, but I really feel like the songs that I did like, I thought they were very unique. Like I said, I thought yeah. the boss, the regular boss battle music was strange to me, but I liked it in a strange way. And I, to me, I didn't fight the boss, the end boss very long. So the, when I heard the music, I thought it was pretty cool. Right. Here's, here's the song that I like so much. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. That was okay. It's so iconic Final Fantasy to me. Yeah, that's true. And it's just, I don't know, its it made me feel good when I listened to this song. It made me feel like I was doing this for a noble cause. It was very Castle Royal. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, which I don't Final know. Fantasy, when I think of Final Fantasy, which I realize is not the case for like, the later games now, but... I think of castles and that medieval stuff, and that is kind of the what's that feels. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so I don't know. I I really liked that song. That alone deserves a five. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's talk about overall. Um, basically, I have to say, get the freaking blood sword if you're gonna play this game. Yeah, don't. don't if you if you're not gonna play this game, that's okay. <laughs> you're not missing it. out on anything. No. <laughs> don't do it. Watch a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, I, you can watch our YouTube video because you're gonna get the gist of the story. Um, the story overall wasn't super awesome. Um, the characters weren't super memorable. Ferion, who's supposed to be, like, the main character of this game. Yeah. Eh. Like, really, Maria and Leon were more main characters than Ferion was, so... And, speaking of, you get more backstory on the sub... The, like, guest characters... I know, than your, your own characters. Than your own characters. Yeah. Who... I have no idea who Furion is, where he came from, what he's been doing. Like, I know that they're all orphans. I know that they all were in the same town together, but... I, I can't <laughs> Like, that's it. How old do you have to be to be considered an orphan? Because they were pretty old when everyone died. I think they were, like, teenagers. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think in the game, they're technically teenagers. Um, but yeah, there's not enough about this game that's memorable. Um, I really did like the the introduction to a lot of the Final Fantasy staples that they have now. Sid, the yeah. Chocobo, um, Behemoth, Marlboro. So, I, I mean, there was, there was a lot of really cool, iconic stuff that has been reoccurring since. But, again, it's just not all that memorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a four for my overall score. I gave it a six. Wow. I was traumatized by one, so I've got high expectations. <laughs> I got a lot of compared to one. Yeah, this. Uh, if you asked me if I had to play any of all the terrible um, Final Fantasies, two would probably be up at the top of the list. <laughs> so yeah, you you put two above one. For I sure. did absolutely. Yeah. I you know five out of ten to me would be yeah, and it's it's an okay game, but I felt like. I could play this. If I had to play it again, I'd be okay with it. It wouldn't be too terrible. I I wouldn't play either one or two over again in its entirety. However, I would be more apt to put in Final Fantasy 1 for the nostalgia and, oh, this is where it began and this is awesome more than Final Fantasy 2. No. <laughs> and I think that's because for me, there's a couple reasons. One, I can play Final Fantasy One on the original console the way that the developers wanted me to play it. Final Fantasy Two, I don't have that option. I can't see Final Fantasy Two the way that it was intended to be. I I could, I could find a ROM or an emulator or whatever, but it's not the same as throwing it into the actual console to see what this game is designed to be like. So, to me, I would be more apt to plug in Final Fantasy 1 and be like, oh, this is kind of a neat game. It sucks, but it's neat. Where Final Fantasy 2, I would, I I have to dig out, you know, a PSP or, um... But there's a whole bunch of plans. I don't. You could pull out your phone. I could. <laughs> well, I could do that for Final Fantasy 1, too. So, I mean, come on. Oh, uh, no. I don't know. I just... Nah. It was, it was okay, uh, a lot of aspects were better than Final Fantasy 1, but Final Fantasy 1 was just, I don't know, I think overall, I think Final Fantasy 1 was better, if only by a little bit. No, I, <laughs> no, I'll never touch I wasn't, one again. I, you know, I was really pretty ticked off 
over Final Fantasy 1's battle system where you have to pick every single attack and make sure that it hits, but that's still way more interactive than attacking my own characters to yeah. level up. So, I don't know. Meh. But, um, again, moral of the story is get the blood sword. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, my total for... Um, my scores is a 24. Mine's 28. So that's a 52 out of 100. That is a horrible, disgusting blood sword F. Good. Because it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, you forgot your blood sword at home. <laughs> All right. So, um, for this podcast episode, we did play a thrift shop game. If it was only a while ago. Um... We we played Urguys. Energized. Urguys. Energized. Urguys. Um, it's energized, but it's spelled really weird. It's a German word. <laughs> it's got a battery on the front. <laughs> Are you sure that's a battery? I swear that's a battery. There's electricity inside the battery. I don't know. <laughs> it, you're you're right. It's spelled Urguys, but it's It's Ur guys, you know? Playing with your guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Oh, I try. Um, I got this at I think a garage sale a few years ago. I peeled the sticker off, so I don't know how much I paid for it. But it's I think 1990. Yeah, somewhere I think. Yeah, there. no, 97, 99? 98, 99. So, um, you know, about the Final Fantasy nine or Final Fantasy eight era. Um, you know, it's basically a fighting game like mortal Kombat fighting game but i think that the fighting game was done really really well and i would play it for the fighting game stuff but everything else sucked yeah all the mini games those the are mini so games were awful dumb. you know i was re-watching our gameplay foot of this and we're like bashing on it saying why can't we play two player and i'm looking at the screen it says press start like <laughs> player two press start and i'm like duh why didn't we notice that when we were playing so whatever we still played all the mini games we still played all the side stuff but really what shined was the battle system i thought that was fun even if the characters were really weird the red 13 character was really bizarre <laughs> um what what stands out about this game is that you can play as some of the Final Fantasy VII characters. So you got Cloud, Tifa, Sephiroth, right out of the gate. But I think you can unlock Yuffie and Vincent. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. They do have other characters from other games that I'm not familiar with. There's a yo-yo cop lady. There's a guy. There's a guy who has a arm gun. Traditional sumo man. Oh yeah, and then the guy who shoots rockets from his <laughs> from knee. his knee. Yes. Yep. And he was awesome. Um, so outside of that, they had a story mode slash RPG. That was dumb too. It was awful. It was <laughs> so bad. Um, trying to walk around was just really awkward and he walked like he was holding beers. <laughs> it was really bizarre. Whoa, whoa. Real life right there. <laughs> it was weird. Um, I mean, visuals were okay i mean they were pretty generic for their time but i mean just the gameplay was awful when it came to like that rpg story thing and the mini games were confusing at best 
like the racing one that we did. Yeah. You have to go around in the circle and at some point I think you get like a reverse, so you have to go the other way. Well, it doesn't really say that. It's just like you have to go the opposite direction of the arrows and uh, it's weird. It's it's challenging. Um there was like the the platform thing where you had to like smash the platforms to get them to turn a different color and we couldn't figure that out <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, the funniest one was the beach yeah, mini games, and that one it's like you had a bunch of like racing and crawling and jumping <laughs> little mini games, and those two were clunky at best. It's just funny to see clouds scurrying around on the uh, <laughs> on, in the sand. <laughs> oh man! So uh, what what do you think? Would you play it again? No. Would you play it in its entirety? No. That's the next game we're going to play for the podcast. Oh, okay. No, it's not. I I'll never so. play it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really disappointing because I don't remember playing it as a kid. And probably as a kid specifically, I would play this. But uh, no, I wouldn't do this again. This as is a fighting game, it's a good game. The fighting combat yeah. system was pretty well done. But... I don't think there was enough characters. I don't think maybe if you unlocked all the characters, it would be a little bit better. I had no idea who like ninety yeah, percent of I the didn't characters either. were. Yeah, I didn't either. Really, I I think the whole reason why people bought this game was because I had Cloud on the cover. That's why I bought it. I, I don't didn't even buy it. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see the gameplay footage of this, we also have it on our YouTube channel. You can check it out. Just uh, go to YouTube and search Zap Night Gaming, and uh, you can find our thrift shop, our thrift shop playlist where we have all of our thrift shop games, and this game is in there. I also have a link to our gameplay footage in the description of this episode, so you can check it out there and click and get right to it. So it's all good. So, yeah, thanks for listening Yay. to this episode. Um, next month, we are reviewing Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. And I'm doing that with Lori. Yes. And what do you want to do next? Have you decided yet? Maybe. Are you going <laughs> to tell me or do you want to wait? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, that's to be determined then. So next month is definitely Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, we've been playing that game a little bit already, and it's a lot of fun, so I look forward to reviewing that. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next month. <laughs>